Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. Jason Flatland here. I'm going to show you a little hack in your thinking that will improve the decisions you make. Hopefully that makes you a whole bunch more money. See, when you're making money online, you're trying to find an edge in business and modeling everybody else and doing exactly what they do. You could be a Xerox copy of them at best, and that's not useful. You will not be innovative. You will not have a breakthrough. The other thing about making decisions differently than how most entrepreneurs make them, at least, is you can be more accurate with your thinking. You can take less risk and get a greater result from whatever risk or whatever effort that you provide. And it's very simple once you understand it, how to do this type of thinking. In order for you to understand it, let's talk about the thinking that most people do, which is called deterministic thinking, where they believe because I take this action, the merit of the result is based on the action that I took. So this would mean like if I try really hard, then I'll be successful. Or it'll either be a huge win or it'll be a massive failure. Or if this approach doesn't work, then I will quit type of thinking. And the issue with deterministic thinking that links the external result with some sort of internal state is most of the stuff is out of your control. This is why I instead urge you to think in what's called probabilistic thinking. And to illustrate how important this is, if you flipped a coin and you called it heads and it ended up being tails, does that make you not as capable as the next person? No. Was there something wrong with your coin flipping technique? No. So it's obvious to you when I point this out that the probability of you calling heads, flipping the coin and it being heads is 50%. So half the people that would do this, if they think they have some sort of control out of that outcome, they're going to feel really bad. They're going to say, I suck. And half the people that get it right are going to overestimate their abilities and think that they're smarter than they actually are. Both of these instances will lead to inaccuracies and decisions, which will cost you. There's a saying in business that more businesses go broke through indigestion, not through starvation. So they get too much hubris and think they're smarter than they are, and that causes them to fail. So they either are dumb and you fail, or you're too smart for your own good and you fail. I want to sidestep this. So probabilistic thinking works typically like this. You learn to prescribe different possible outcomes in the zone of likeliness of each outcome when you take on any endeavor. And this allows you to discipline your disappointments. That's a quote from Jim Rohn's about disciplining disappointments, because if you do everything right, there's a probability that it will still end up wrong. And when you can't accept that, man, it hurts you. You get off the track and you don't want to get back on it, or you become embittered. And so you do it and you win, but you're like Michael Jordan in the last dance. Like nobody wants to hang out with you, even if you're the most successful person. So we want to feel good about it. And when we get off the horse by fate or get knocked off, whether our own accord or otherwise, we can get back on it as soon as possible because most of the money in this game is won through attrition. It's quitting last. And so probabilistic thinking. Let's talk about webinars because that's what I'm the best in the world at. Most people are scared to do their first webinar because they're thinking deterministically. They're thinking, I'm going to go out there and I'm either going to be a miserable failure and I'm going to be a smash hit success. One of those two, nothing in between. The reality is the highest probability of your first webinar that you ever do is going to be mediocre. Probably nobody's going to even see it. Maybe a few people will see it and nobody will really care 
and maybe one or two or three people will care. And that's good because the way you get to a million people is to start at one and then find out how to go from one to five to 10 to 20 to 50 to 100. And then you get momentum and then you get insight, then you get advantage and so on and so forth. So the most likely outcome to anything you do is going to be meant with no response whatsoever, especially at the very beginning. And that's great. Now we don't have to worry. There's no deterministic outcome of whether I did it right or did it wrong or whether I'm good or I'm bad or whether it made sense or it didn't make sense. We are just creating something knowing full well that the likely outcome of it is you practically don't exist. And then you do it again the next day or the next week, and maybe you exist a little tiny bit when you didn't exist before. And you're really feeling in the dark at first for most stuff you do. You're feeling in the dark looking for the light switch. So there's no real strategy involved in that. The strategy is how do I feel as much of the walls as possible and how do I accelerate luck to occur sooner rather than later? So I like to think in terms of this. If you really want to put a system around this, and I think this will be helpful for you if you can adapt this, is seven outcomes to whatever you're looking at taking on. So I want to do X. I want to make a million dollars. Here are the seven outcomes. Now the, the far two outcomes on the left and the right. The left is the absolute unlikeliest scenario that's negative. And on the other side is the very unlikely scenario that's positive. And so let's say making a million dollars. The most unlikely scenario that's still barely in the realm of possibility is that you create the best product, you, un you uncover the best market, you have the best strategy, you're sincere, you're honest, the timing is right and somehow some way you make every wrong decision you possibly can that's you you crash and burn you die broke oblivious and there's no hope for you that's the least likely outcome but at least we address it and acknowledge it so it gets brought out of our body and put on paper on the far side is you fall into a sweetheart of a deal that even though you're not very ready for it and you don't bring anything to the table somehow because the deal is so good you can easily peel off a million dollars for yourself now that does happen these are like pet rock scenarios here every so often every 50 or 100 years maybe a pet rock can come along define all odds and make a million dollars so that's an unlikely positive scenario. And so those are our two at the end. So we got five more. And so we start to fill them in. What's a more likely scenario on the positive side? And the more likely scenario on the positive side is you find a niche that's really good, even though you don't know how to pick niches very good. And there's a lot of demand and you have small supply for the massive amount of demand. So that makes what you have scarce increases the value of it. And you are able to find the hottest segment of that market really quick without having to trial and error too much. And that's a, a positive side of probability that is unlikely to occur, but it is more in the realm of possibility than this whole lottery ticket scenario. And then on the other side as well, you know, if the idea is you got to contact 100 people to get one to say yes, you're the person that has to contact all 99 no's to get to the 100th one. Whereas other people might have to contact 12 people to get a yes or 15 people to get a yes. You are on the far side of the probability. So even though you should have got it in the first 10 people you contacted, you had to do 10 times as much to get it in the first 100. That's a possibility. It's unlikely, but it's still a possibility nonetheless. And so we would fill these in. So far extreme, unlikely, far extreme, unlikely on the positive and negative, less likely, but possible kind of in the realm here. And then in the middle three are the most likely outcomes. And so this is like average, slightly above average in the positive and slightly above or slightly below average in the negative. And this allows us to be very, very honest with ourselves. 
So if we know for a fact, say you're writing a book like this one, most books will never sell more than a thousand copies within the first year. This book didn't start selling till five years after it was published. So we say the probability of writing this book and anybody buying it, the average result is very unlikely anybody will buy it. And by the way, less likely they'll read it <laughs> even after they purchase it. And then we have to rationalize, does it still make sense to move forward with this, knowing the spectrum of possibilities that exist? And I think that's a really wonderful exercise to engage in because I love it when I say, okay, I'm going to do it because these far right, far left scenarios, they're not worth entertaining. They're like the, yeah, you could step outside and get struck by lightning. Like if you live your life based on these edge cases, you don't live, you survive. So we don't want that. So then we say, what's the more likely extreme things on the negative side that could occur? Am I willing to accept them? So when I started my business early on, I was willing to accept that I would have to get my ass kicked several times in order to find something that was successful. I was willing to accept that I would look like a fool in public repeatedly before I ever looked like a genius. I was willing to accept that even if it took me five times as long as the next person, I would be willing to stay in there until I got the breakthrough. And so I knew that if it was worth doing with its least likely probable outcome, then anything better than that was positive to me, was exciting. So when I started with webinars, I knew very early on I had no idea what I was doing. But I also knew that I was willing to figure it out and look for and find ways to figure it out more efficiently than the next person was. And so I started slower than most people do. It took me longer to initially get the results that most people got, but I had such a strong foundation when I got them. I knew I could build on that, but I didn't have to experience as big of setbacks as most people do when they get knocked off the field. Most people, they get knocked off the field and they sit there and they, they nurse their wounds, these psychic wounds. I was able to get back on the field as soon as possible. So I got more reps. I played the game more often. I was in a place where more people could give me more money. And I was willing to commit to a longer time horizon in order to get the result. And that comes from probabilistic thinking. I can handle most setbacks in stride just like that because I realize sometimes you do everything right and it ends up wrong. Sometimes you flip the, the coin and it ends up tails when you need it ended up heads. But if you keep flipping that coin, you're going to get what you want. If you keep working the different angles through different perspectives and it's either I'm winning or I'm learning, <laughs> not winning or failing, then you get such a liberation to how you can play the game. But most people are like, if I do this, I need to succeed. If I don't succeed, then I fail. That's deterministic thinking. Instead, the probabilistic thinking says, listen, whether I get there in one month, three months, six months, nine months, or 12 months, it's still worth doing. And the main difference between whether I get there in one month and 12 months is not a character deficiency. It is a lot of things that I can't control. And so if I get there in month one, I'm going to be forever grateful. But if I get there by the skin of my teeth in month 12, I'm okay with that. So what are your thoughts on that? Let me know. I'll see you in the next video. Hey, Jason Flatland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.